How's it going everybody? I'm Digit, and this is the Streetcast. it's been i want to thank everyone for listening and again i am on the road so audio quality and editing aren't going to be as good as they have in the past unfortunately but thanks for checking it out the analytics on anchor.fm that i use does tell me that we have a lot of new viewers in the u.s including a few in ohio south carolina and washington so to you viewers thanks for checking out the show all right let's get right into it this week we have a couple updates from Oh, well, let's get the major one out of the way. NVIDIA's new graphics cards, ladies and gentlemen, they're officially here, announced, and will release, I believe, in September. So they're coming up quick. What we are seeing is the RX, RTX cards 3090. This is the second generation of the RTX cards. If you had, you know, they had the RTX 2080s and the 2080 TIs, RTX is ray tracing. They're ray tracing cards. So this is the next generation of the ray tracing cards. The crazy part about this is that this generation, the 2080 Ti, is the best. But in this one to be released next month or in the next half month or whatever, the na- <laughs> it will be less than half the price of the 2080 Ti and almost double the performance, which is absolutely absurd. Absurd. And that's not even the benchmark graphics card. So the new benchmark is the 3090, and they also have a 3080 and a 3070. Personally, I don't know which one I'm going to get. I want to see the benchmarks for the 3090 just because if I am going to drop so much money, and you know, why not just go big? Um, but I, I uh, as soon as they started announcing, I did start saving just in case I did want to get a RTX 3090. Even though they're massive, I think it's still really cool. So, all right, awesome. So that is the biggest news. If you want a computer, if you want a PC, wait just another month or two, get the new graphics cards. Your performance will be 10 times better, or not 10 times, but at least twice better, and your cost will be half as much. So wait for the new graphics cards. Personally, I just got a laptop. I have an MSI GS66, and it's going to last me through this next year or so that I have of traveling. Audio quality will get better. I just had to do a short-term trip um, without all of my equipment, but my next trip I'll be able to take a lot of my equipment with me. So audio quality will improve, but the laptop has been really good for the travelings thus far. But after this year of travels, I am definitely getting a RTX 30 graphics card and building a desktop PC. So, huge, huge. But let's go ahead and uh, talk about some of the other lesser-known news. There's a lot of updates, again, between the Epic and Apple beef, if y'all have been keeping up with that. It's a whole thing, and if you would like an explanation, check out episode, I believe it's 11 and episode 10, and you'll get a lot of updates about what's going on there. Next up, we have... Hello Games. One of the first episodes I ever did was on Hello Games' No Man's Sky. I really enjoyed playing that game. I got a lot of hours in it. It just needs a few more updates for me to really 
really enjoy and like want to come back to it. It needs a little more liveliness. It needs to feel like it's more lived in. But right now, I think it's still a great game if you're that kind of person for it. They're they're really, I think they're eight out of ten, but they're really pushing for that ten out of ten. And I wholeheartedly believe the next year they'll see that. Anyway, moving on, the same company that made No Man's Sky, Hello Games, has recently come out with a new game called The Last Campfire, and it couldn't have been more different from what No Man's Sky is. The Last Campfire, so congratulations, I've heard that it's well received, I have not seen any gameplay, but I am a fan of this company, and congratulations to them for introducing their second game of all time, and it being well received on drop, so good job there. Next up, Valorant. So there's a lot of news dropping left and right regarding Valorant just because people want it to be the next big esports first person shooter and all. I've talked to y'all about Valorant and how I feel. I really do feel like Riot said, and Riot is the creator of the game, Riot looked at CSGO and said, let's make that, but with characters. And I hate that. I absolutely hate that. Because people think that if you want to be a really competitive shooter, you have to be like CSGO. So the gunplay, the buying, the blah, 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 blah. It's all like CSGO. I think they should have done something different and done something better, but they didn't. They stuck to the formula. So that's not for me to criticize because they're the million dollar company, right? Anyway, they came out with a patch that made Omen almost immune for a long time so they had to cut omen from gameplay for while they patched out this portion i thought that was incredibly interesting and the funniest thing in the world that they're trying to make this a so competitive game and they're dropping patches that overpower a character just because of their ability so i do I, i like valorant i'm trashing it a little bit right now i'm dirty talking it but I really do believe that Riot should have done something different. They should have done something new. They shouldn't have copied something a game almost to the letter just to be considered a legit FPS or a legit competitive FPS at that matter. All right, that wraps up most of the tech news of the week. I know we just plowed through it really quick, but I have a couple of discussions that I want to go down, you know, all that good stuff. But that wraps up the tech news. You know, if you want to check out the RTX cards, check them out. I am leaning, I'm definitely going to get a 3080 minimum, but I'm leaning towards a 3090. Let me know what y'all are thinking. You can check out my podcast and my site at anchor.fm slash thestreetcast. And you can also check me out on Spotify. But let's let's talk about that later. Let's go ahead and get into our uh, normal discussions here. So I have been preparing for this podcast or preparing for all my podcast episodes using Google Docs. And the problem with Google Docs is, well, it's a great it's a great word replacement. It's a great uh, editor, you know, word editor kind of thing. It's not a great software to use when you have articles to clip in and drop in and notes to take just because it has those restrictions of a word editor it's very block excuse me not blocky but very structured to the point that if you want to do something outside of the box sometimes there's some different things you need to prepare before you're even allowed to do that so for me when i see an article on my phone 
that I want to talk about in this podcast. I need to save it somewhere where I can access it on the computer, highlight it later, and then come back and take notes on it before I actually do this podcast. And the Google Docs thing just wasn't, it wasn't doing it for me. I would have a table of the link, and then I would need to hyperlink it and name it and auto-embed it, and it, it just wasn't working. So I tried to discover some other apps that I thought would work. So I've tried Dropbox Paper, which was really close. It's really close to what I wanted, but it wasn't there exactly. They're focused more on the collaborative sense than they are anything else. And then I said, well, what if I just tried note-taking apps? Because that's kind of what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something where I can drop in an article and take notes on it. So I said, of course, what about Evernote? Evernote has been around for a long time, but what I discovered through this debacle of trying to find a good application for note-taking for this podcast is the everlasting and ongoing drama between note-taking applications. So for those of you that don't know, Evernote is quote-unquote the note-taking app. It's been around five ever, almost two decades at this point, and is on any sort of device that you'd possibly want to take notes on. The problem is that a lot of the community, I guess you could say, or a lot of the people who are after productivity apps and note-taking apps hate Evernote. And the reason for that is their unwillingness to change over the last two decades. Their code has become slow, their user interface has just recently changed, but beforehand was clunky, and they just removed a really good free option and is pushing a paid subscription service, $4 a month, I think. So they have a very basic free option, and I think just for me doing my research and trying out the app, I used 15% of my free monthly dues or whatever. So if I was to keep using it for this podcast as much as I would use a Google Doc to prepare, I would definitely have to do the paid subscription. And for that reason, a lot of people have stopped stopped liking Evernote. So I went and I tried to look into it a little bit. And it turns out that Evernote it recognizes that they're in a bad spot, so their YouTube channel uploads weekly update videos about what the company has been doing and what their future plans are. Super interesting, but because of all that, I uh, I wanted something new. I wanted to try something different. I wanted to. I decided to come back to Evernote after the company kind of gets their shit together. I say that, but it's still a, it's still a decent application, right? It's just not what a modern-day no-application should be. You make a lot of money, you become the app, you become resistant to change, and that's what ends up hurting you, and that's what happened to Evernote. But a lot of other companies have continued to change and evolve. So one app that I decided to start using is Notion, and that's what I ended up recording all these notes on and trying out. So if you look up anything on Notion, it's kind of weird. You kind of fall into this pit where if you're familiar with bullet journals and how people try to make bullet journals that are real pretty, that's kind of the Notion community. Notion is a note-taking app that's built for tracking group productivity and collaboration. That's the point of it. However, 
what's happened is that the application has been adopted by a lot of individuals who are creative and taken the creative side of this application to make like a personal wiki. So if you think of Wikipedia, they've made a Wikipedia of their lives. Super interesting, right? But that's not really where the heart of the application's at. The heart of the application is at the idea of using databases. So what is the difference between a database and a table? A table is something with a cell, and you insert information into that cell, and that's where it exists. A database is where you input information into a cell, but that cell by itself can contain more information than it's showing. So think of it like a web page, right? If you open every cell is a different web page wherein you can put more information. And that's what Notion is. So I've started using this app. I think it, it's really cool. I like it as a note-taking app. It's got some things that I wish it had, like Google Calendar, um, <coughs> Google Calendar syncing, and a better to-do list option. But I do like the application. So if you're interested in a good note-taking app where you can personalize it, make it look really cool, and have some pretty awesome database features, um, check out Notion. That's what I've been using right now. But Well, everyone, a little longer episode this week. I had a little extra time to sit down and think about my thoughts. But if you, my, I've recently been playing Destiny. So if you have a little more time like I do during the weekends to sit down, check out Destiny. I have a, re a really good video. I played Destiny 1. Destiny 2 I just never got into when it launched, but I uh, I just hopped back in to a new light, created a new account, all that good stuff, and I want to say that it's a pretty awesome game. So let me give it a look here, and I'm going to recommend a video from this small YouTuber that helped me get back into Destiny. It's from Ginger Prime, and it's called Destiny 2 Getting Started in 2020 from Ginger Prime. And it was a really good video about how to play the game and what to do if you're just starting back into it. So check that out. I'm a warlock just because I like the teleportation thing, but I'm a sucker for any game that has teleportation. Well, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. I really appreciate everyone checking out the podcast if you got this far or the YouTube video, or wherever you saw it. If you're interested, my YouTube video, or my YouTube channel is I'm, that is India Mike underscore digit. And you will see the Streetcast up there, or you can check out the Streetcast on wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks again to our new listeners. I love this analytic system where I can check out where everybody's listening from. We also had one from Iceland, I believe. One moment, and I will check that out. We also had a listener from Iceland and Germany this past week, so to them, thank you. I really appreciate the support, especially through this bad audio quality, but I promise you it will get better. But to y'all, I enjoyed making this. I hope you enjoyed listening. Have a great, great week.